Well, hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of Real Truth Real Quick, where we talk about life, leadership, and the world we live in. And man, the world we live in is talking about this one issue. My name's Todd. I'm with you all the time. And my friend Sam Alberry is here today. We've done some other Real Truth Real Quicks with him that you want to check out. But Sam, the question we want to ask today is being asked by a lot of parents. How can I talk to my kids about LGBTQ issues? Boy, it's happening all the time. Yeah, and I, I can see why that question comes up a lot because these issues are unavoidable in our context today and they're often being raised in our, our kids' schools and that kind of stuff. So there's no if we get to raise these issues, they're, they're coming up. So we need to know how to respond to them, how to deal with them. And I think there are two principles that actually we, we want parents to be very clear on. The first is that we want kids to know that God knows what is best for us. Mm. And he's He's kindly told us that. We don't have to try and figure this out on our own. Uh, so we want them to know that, but we also want them to know at the very same time that none of us have lived up to his standards. So as, as Romans 3 says, there's no distinction. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm. So we want our kids to be equipped in what the Bible says about marriage and sexual ethics, um, but we don't want them to become Pharisees who mm. think, well, we're good people here and everyone else out there must be bad people. So what you're really saying is when we talk about LGBTQ issues, we can be talking about any issue of human brokenness. Yeah. And what I hear you saying is let's make sure that we don't put this in a separate class. Like yeah. these are the really broken, disturbed people, right? Exactly. Because if we, if we cast the kind of vision for our children that... There are, there are bad, nasty people out there, but we do it right and good here. Then they're going to meet a really nice, morally upstanding, transparently delightful person who identifies as LGBTQ. And they'll see something of their own parents' hypocrisy. And then all of a sudden, their, their Christian worldview comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. So we want to show people that actually all of us are image bearers. All of us are fallen. We, we want in this household because God has shown himself to us. We want to follow him because he knows way more than we do about the best ways to live. But it's good for a child to hear his or her parents say, listen, we've made mistakes on this ourselves. Hmm. And we've got our own regrets when it comes to issues of sex and marriage. We, we know that we don't always get God's best right. We, we'll make mistakes in how we even how we raise you and that kind of thing. It just shows them yeah. that you, because kids tend to be the, the first people to see through hypocrisy. Yeah. And so if the parents are kind of putting up this front of, we are, we are the proper way to do it and everyone else falls short of us, that is a really insecure spiritual foundation for a young child because they'll see your hypocrisy and someone else's goodness and it just Boom. disappears. So we want to make sure they understand that what's said in scripture about God, Psalm 84, no good thing does he withhold from those who love him. Yeah. Uh, in God's presence is fullness of joy and his right hand are pleasures forever. That God's way is the right way and the best way. And these letters represent uh, men seeking a way that's right to them, but in the end it's the way of death. Just like if you put my letters up there, right? Yeah. My heterosexual dysfunction, even though I think it's right and want to identify myself as my as some of my desires, that that's not the way that leads to life. And both of us need God's healing and redemptive life-giving way brought to us. I actually, Sam, there was a situation where I was with one of my daughters and I had had a chance to serve and engage with somebody. It turns out was 
in a same-sex relationship. I didn't know at the time when I was just being kind to him. And it, it moved to a place where um, she was so touched, she offered to help me with something in her area of profession. She was a banker and she said, if you ever need money or a loan, come over here and then, uh, you know, to this place and I'll give you some because you've been so kind to me today. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I didn't do it for that reason, but that's very nice of you. And let me invite you to come hang out with my friends. And I invited her to come hang out in our little community of faith. And my little girl is there. She, I think it was in sixth or seventh grade at the time. And, um, and as I was getting ready to back out of my parking spot after this, she came up and she had looked at the the card, the invitation that I had given her, she goes, let me ask you a question. How do you view uh, same-sex attracted people? Hmm. And I just basically said, I go, well, it, it depends on, on what you mean by it. I view them as friends that, like me, have an area of their life that they need to see God's goodness in and God's correction. And we all have different areas of brokenness. Like for me, I'm, I'm a heterosexual pervert. I've got all kinds of confusion about the way that I you know, would live my sexual life. And, and she just stopped me and she threw the card back at me and she goes, I don't think I'm broken. I don't think I'm perverted. And then she walked away. And my little girl leaned over to me and she goes, that was awkward. And I go, I go, what was awkward? The fact that she just threw that card at us or you just heard your dad's a heterosexual pervert. And, <laughs> and she goes, both, right? Yeah. But there's an answer to your, the question in that, right? Yeah. Is that I was not saying that woman is any worse than me. Yeah. God loves us both. You, we, we answered a real truth real quick. Another time is God anti-gay. You did a great job on that. I encourage you to watch it. But God loves the whole world and all the brokenness in it. But when, when people are asking, one of the things that's kind of intimidating is to parents is when a kid asks a question about an LGBTQ issue, sometimes they get overwhelmed thinking, oh my gosh, I'm about to have to explain to them all the awkwardness about same-sex sex, right? And so just a good principle as we always talk about when we say this is that a parent needs to make sure they're only answering the question that the kid's asking, not make it more complicated than the child means it to be. So when a kid just asks a question, for instance, about sex, like where do babies come from, what you basically want to just say is, well, God gives daddy a seed and he gives it to the mother and that grows a baby. And a lot of times the kid's happy with that answer and you don't need to go forward. It's a lot like this here, right? Okay, so you don't have to get all crazy with your answers, but answer the question they're asking. Anything you, yeah. I think one other thing is is to is to show that the goodness of God in these issues. So the Bible is not just a list of prohibitions; hmm. uh, it includes prohibitions because there's something fundamentally good that God has for us. Hmm. And so, to, I find the best way is to show that God has designed marriage to be a picture of Jesus in the church, and that is why there are certain combinations that that God disapproves of because there's something about this kind of union in this kind of context with these sorts of promises that really shows us what God's love for us is like. And that then makes sense of the various prohibitions that, that do come along along the way. And I find if a child has that primary positive vision of mum and dad, married couples are meant to be a picture of Jesus in the church then as they get older and they hear of various prohibitions that come up, they've got a framework in which those prohibitions make sense. Hmm. Excellent. So in all issues, when folks are asking questions, make sure you run to the goodness of God. Yeah. And it's just like that. God doesn't want you to do these things. I would just tell them, hey, there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it's the way of death. Uh, yeah. Proverbs 10 says it's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it that these choices don't lead to the joy that God intends for you. And so in the midst of answering these questions, make sure that you're lifting up the goodness and the kindness of yeah. God. It's not what he's against. 
It's what he's for. Thank you so much, Sam. Okay. Sam's got all kinds of great resources out there for you. Check the show notes. We link to those. Uh, there's other episodes we've done on this general topic. We encourage you to be equipped by those, and we look forward to you joining us next time in another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.